0: Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This is episode number 78. Today, we are going to be talking about ski slope management systems by TopCon and Arena. Before we dive into the show, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. You can subscribe to the show on many podcasting apps that we're streaming this out to, such as Apple's podcasting app, Stitcher, Overcast, it's on SoundCloud, as well as many others. While you're out there, drop us a review. We'd really love to hear what you think about the show. Lastly, make sure to follow RDO Equipment Company on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and catch all of the latest videos on YouTube. You can also follow me on Twitter, at RDO Tony K. Now with that, let's get back to the show. I'm really excited to welcome Rick Hefley, who is the National Ski Account Manager for RDO Integrated Controls. Thanks for joining us on the show today, Rick. To get started, I'd really like to hear a little bit more about you and your background and how you got involved in this industry.
1: So thanks, Tony. I appreciate the offer and the invite to the podcast. My background really stems from uh, enterprise software sales, kind of coupled with uh, geospatial sales as well. So I've done a lot of analytics and mapping type work. I've also been in the ski industry and have been an avid skier and outdoors guy for uh, my entire life, really. And uh, noticed an, an ad in the, I think it was Indeed or something, that uh, RDO was hiring for a national ski account manager to kind of take the uh, geospatial and uh, ski industry, marry those two together and really come up with a product line that's and launch a product line that would help introduce high-precision GPS to the ski industry.
0: It sounds like it's a match made in heaven with you when it comes to, to GPS geospatial information and then your, your love for skiing and getting on the slopes. This job sounds like it was the perfect one for you. One question that a lot of people may have is RDO integrated controls, RDO equipment. Is there a difference there between them?
1: There, there really is a difference. So RDO integrated controls is, I would say, kind of the technical arm from a, a geospatial or a GPS, GNSS viewpoint. It's really the, the idea of being able to deliver high-precision p- precision GPS to construction equipment, uh, mining equipment, uh, landfills, even solar out there to deliver highly preci- precise precise. Accuracy when you're drilling, when you're cutting, filling, that type of thing. So we really work with the Topcon and Carlson systems out there from a high precision standpoint to help construction companies that are utilizing RDO equipment do a better job and more efficiently.
0: So with me on the RDO equipment side of things, precision agriculture, all of that, essentially you guys are doing the exact same thing on the construction side, correct? Correct.
1: That's correct. So a lot of the, the information that you're getting from, you're receiving from like a base station and those base stations are sending out corrections to your ag qu- equipment in the field or a dozer on a mine site or a compactor on a landfill. All that in- all that, um, workflow is r- essentially the same. And it's the same with a snowcat on a ski resort.
0: So I've been really excited to do this episode, Rick. It's very different from what we normally do. The, uh, the title of our show is the RDO Agriculture Technology Podcast, but a few months back, it might have even been uh, even a year ago or something, I know that you were out on a YouTube video and kind of talking about what we're going to talk about today, and I it really intrigued me that RDO is in that industry with the ski slopes and the mountains out there in the Great Rockies, getting started the snowcats the groomers what are they how do they work why are they such an important tool to a ski resort
1: absolutely so yeah this is the the critical piece of equipment that every resort has to have and it's essentially it's a low ground pressure type tracked uh, vehicle that gets operators up and down the mountain. Most of the snow cats that are out in the ski resorts right now have 12-way blades in the front that are doing the cutting. They're doing they're doing a lot of pushing of snow. And they also have a tiller in the back that grooms and and, and flattens out that snow. What's really neat about it and kind of the segue between agriculture and, and snow groomers is that a lot of the people we talk to and a lot of the operators that we work with are essentially characterizing themselves as farmers on the snow and that's really what they're doing and if you look at these guys and if you're ever up at a mountain resort and you see the lights going up and down the hills at nighttime those are the snowcat groomers that are basically running up pushing cutting and filling the ski resort so that you have a smooth surface you have a surface that's consistent throughout the season a surface that Doesn't hold any surprises and is very, very level and very safe for the skiers. And that's that's the big importance with the snow cats is they're able to groom these surfaces because snow basically migrates throughout the year. And that migration happens by skiers pushing snow down the hill, melting. Um, You might have some more snow that comes overnight there's also the uh, integration of snowmaking machines. So you have snowmaking machines that are up on the mountain that are blowing snow on a nightly basis when it's cold enough to do so. And they've really got to understand how, you know, how much snow is there and where to blow snow. And that's that kind of leads into some of the other conversations that we'll have about why this is important for the ski resorts. The snow groomers, again, are a critical part of the resort and really keeping a safe, consistent base for the people so that they can take advantage of that snow and good, consistent snow throughout the season.
0: That is so awesome that you bring up the analogy of the these groomer operators seeing themselves as the farmers of the mountain, because it's true. we In agriculture, the tractors we're util- utilizing, the technology we utilize in those machines, that's what the farmers and growers are using for those tools and at a, at a ski resort, it is no different. It's just we're using a snowcat groomer with a lot of technology integrated into it rather than a tractor. So taking these snow groomers and integrating the Topcon GPS systems, tell our listeners a little bit about that and what you are doing, Rick, to really integrate technology and do the best they can with these machines.
1: Definitely. So it all starts out in the summertime when we really start off with a survey or we fly a drone to capture photogrammetry, images of the resorts, and also control points so that we can lock down and create what we call a digital surface model. That digital surface model is really the foundation to everything that we do with the high-precision GPS Once we have that digital surface model, and essentially it's a a topography of what the mountain looks like, where the rocks are, where the trees are, where the runs are, where certain uh, infrastructure might be. And we're able to create a virtual image of that mountain. And then once it starts snowing, we're able to take the TopCon technology and do some calculations to understand how much snow is underneath the uh, snow cat at all times. And so basically what we're doing is just as soon as it snows, we understand there's a certain amount of snow in there, and we're able to measure that down to centimeter accuracy. And where that's really important is that throughout the season, understanding where bear spots are. You might have a creek that runs through an area that, for what we call snow eaters, where it's constantly pushing snow away or melting snow, or you might have an indentation there, so you know where to fill. And so um, as the snow snowcat operators are going up and down the, the, the uh, hill, they're, they understand where they need to push snow, where they need to pull snow, where they may perhaps need to make snow to add to that accumulation so that they have a consistent base. And it really all it all comes down uh, for ski resorts to have a consistent base that they can build on. And we start that process right now in in November here when it starts snowing, when they start blowing snow, having that foundation and getting that that correct, consistent base um, will help the mountain not only extended season, but also provide that consistent base throughout the season. So you don't have the bare spots or you have, you don't have the areas that have too much snow and maybe chairlifts are running into the, into the uh, slope. So you've got to be very careful about um, how you're doing that. And, and currently the way people are doing it now is that they have old timers at these, these areas that, that know the slopes very well. And they can look at a tree and say, yeah, I've got five feet here. or I've got 10 feet here. The problem is is when you have newer operators or you're doing uh, specific functions on the snowcat, you don't know how much snow is there, so you need to make sure you know how much snow is underneath the blade at all times. So essentially what we do is we have two antennas that are collecting satellite information that are shooting off to the base station, base station and that base station is shooting corrections back to them. Gathering information from satellites and saying, yeah, this is this is where you are. This is based on the surface model, this is how deep the snow is in this particular area. And that's near real time. So these guys in bad conditions where it might be whiteout conditions can look at a map, see where they are exactly on the mountain, and then also know exactly how much snow is there. And so that becomes a real big safety issue, specifically in whiteout conditions when you have rocks or lift towers that maybe the operators aren't seeing, or maybe even cliffs or or paths that they're not seeing. And they're able to guide themselves around that. So the high precision GPS not only delivers a more consistent base telling you exactly how much snow is underneath you, but it also helps you avoid obstacles. We're able to program in those different obstacles and have it chirp to the operator if you're getting too close. So a lot of different things that that are involved with the high precision And it's uh, one of those things that people are starting to realize they can't do without.
0: When you start to think about it, there's really so much more that goes into grooming a mountain for skiers and snowboarders and whatever it may be. A lot of times you think I've been on the mountains a few times skiing and you don't really think there's that much that goes into it. But like you said, the safety and whiteout conditions as well as just knowing where you have too much snow or too little snow. Now, I know as well as you know, behind every good GPS system, there's an awesome software system that really helps take that to the next level. Tell us a little bit about the software system that these groomers are using and how that helps them do their job better.
1: Absolutely. So we partnered with Power GIS out of Salzburg, Austria, who produce a software called Arena that arena software is essentially visualizing that data that's coming off that, that snow that GPS information and relaying that back to the front office. And that front office is able to visualize in real time what's happening on the mountain, where their groomers are, perhaps what they want to do for the next grooming run, where they want to put staff, where they need to uh, focus their energies on and really help them understand historically what's happening on the mountain so that down the line they can they can be proactive in what they're doing from a snowmaking perspective and then also from a grooming domain so having all that information and visualizing that inf- information from a management perspective is really important also the arena software helps the operators visualize what's going on in the mount- on the mountain and like i said earlier it's it's a way for them to keep themselves safe it's a way for them to understand um, how much snow is underneath their, their cat at all times, and really to understand where the infrastructure is on the mountain.
0: It's really cool to hear you talk about all this stuff because I, I kind of have a, a tie with uh, the, the Rocky Mountains out there with a passion for backcountry snowmobiling and a little bit of skiing here and there, and then also my love for agriculture. You talk efficiency, Knowing the logistics of those machines, how is that is it in any way helping these resorts? Maybe they run one less groomer or maybe they have the same fleet of groomers, but they're just more efficient on where they're at at the mountain. Is that something that also comes into play?
1: It, most definitely so a lot of it is is being able to cover more acres and they'll still run the same fleet. so what happens is at the end of the the, the ski day as the lifts start closing, that's when the that's when the groomers go out on the mountain. And so they'll go from, they'll typically run two shifts, one from four to 11 or 12, and then 12 to seven in the morning. And those two shifts are essentially trying to cover the entire mountain. Um, some areas aren't necessarily groomed, and that's the way they kind of want it so that they can have moguls and some kind of backcountry-ish type uh, skiing at, at most resorts. But the majority of the, the runs are groomed on a on a nightly basis and so these guys are able to not only save fuel costs but they're able to cover more more area and really where it comes down to as well is in the springtime and like I said earlier being proactive and being able to understand historically where you need to push snow they're able to kind of head off the melting the spring melt when it comes and they're able to push snow a little bit more proactively as opposed to really um, having that rush at the end of the season and and having to rush to cover a bare spot because once it becomes bare, it's really hard to keep snow on that area. So being proactive and being able to react and move the snow where you need to, when you need to is really important. So efficiency, not only from um, a grooming standpoint, but fuel savings, it also helps with safety. There's there's a lot of different things that, that go into this. And I was actually riding with some lawyers going to a conference, and one of the things that they hit on was risk mitigation. And being able to historically capture and document what has happened from a grooming perspective on the mountain helps them with uh, litigious cases for lawsuits and that type of thing. To to be able to head off lawsuits and tell you, hey, this is what's happened on the slope at a certain point, And yes, we've groomed it. We've taken care of it. It's, it's precisely mapped. Those are the type of things that uh, really help with this type of solution.
0: That is amazing to hear all of those things. Again, you don't think that so much can go into grooming a a ski hill. It's just awesome to uh, hear that we have solutions for all of that stuff. Is there any sort of a success story that you'd like to share with our listeners, Rick, about maybe just something that that made you smile at the end of the day?
1: Yeah, definitely. So we had a resort up in Wyoming that we worked with where we had an old timer that really wasn't too keen on the technology. And we were able to get the technology on the mountain. And it was really adopted by one of the younger, newer operators for the snow cats that was able to take that technology and understand exactly how much snow was underneath him at all times. And really it, it increased his efficiency very quickly. It increased uh, his confidence on where he was on the mountain. And at the end of the day, the end of the season, um, they looked back and they said, yeah, this is something that we definitely need need to have and it's it's something that helps new operators. It's something that will help extend our season. And it's really neat to see these, the old timers kind of come around and have a better understanding of the importance of technology and really what we can bring to the table to not only increase the efficiency of the resort, but the safety as well.
0: That is a a great story about how even with those, just like in the ag industry, you got the old timers that said, I can drive this tractor straighter than that auto track system. And now there, there's more acceptance and the, the older generation encourages it because they see the, the, how efficient it can be and how effective it can be. So it's really cool to hear a story uh, very similar to what we would hear in the ag industry when it comes to the adoption of technology. If people want to learn more about the TopCon systems or the arena software, where can they go? Who can they talk to to learn more?
1: Well, you can certainly contact me, Rick Heffley, at rdoic.com. That's R Heffley at rdoic.com. Or you can also reach out to me on Twitter at H. The other avenue is to look online at rdoic.com. Uh, we have a web page out there that uh, will kind of give you some more information about the technology, about where we came from, and where we're going.
0: I just want to thank you, Rick, for sitting down and chatting with me a little bit. Like I said at the beginning, this I was really excited to get this episode out there because uh, the, the love for the Rocky Mountains as well as agriculture, it all kind of ties together and we're all moving into a very technologically advanced world. So thanks again for doing this, Rick.
1: No problem. Appreciate it.
0: This podcast was produced and edited by Nate Dorsey. Visit rdoequipment.com slash podcast to listen to new episodes and catch up on any that you've missed. You can also listen and subscribe to our podcast on Apple and Android devices so that you'll never miss out on the latest news and technology from RDO Equipment and John Deere. If you really like this podcast, please share it on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, or any of the other social media platforms that you are using. You can also connect with me on Twitter at RDOTonyK, that's at R-D-O-T-O-N-Y-K, where you can tweet me questions, episode feedback, or ideas for future topics to cover. Please join us next time on the Agriculture Technology Podcast.